Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen As-salatu wa salam ala Rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Rabbi shrahli sadri wa yassirli amri wa ahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli Inshallah today on the 30th day of the Ramadan which is uh, the last day if we if the moon sighting doesn't happen um, <coughs> we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first of all to have our fasting, have our qiyam, siyam, all sorts of ibadat, zakah, or charity accepted and uh, have all of our sins, past sins forgiven. Today, inshallah, we'll talk about uh, uh, briefly about Surah Al Asr. And uh, it's a very small surah, only three ayat. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, says, it's a very short, brief surah, but it encompasses, according to Imam Shafi, it's almost, it encompasses the whole deen. In a manner, Imam Shafi said, if the people were to ponder on this surah, it would have been sufficient for them. Obviously, it does not have every every hukum mentioned in there, but the essence of the deen is presented in only three ayat, subhanAllah. And uh, when it comes to the importance of this surah, as the Sahaba understood, uh, Tabrani mentions from Abdullah bin Hassan Abi uh, Madina that he said, Whenever two men from the companions of Rasulullah used to meet, they would not part until one of them had recited Surah Al-Asr in its entirety to the other. And one of them had given the greetings of peace to the other. Because it's a very quick, small surah, but it has great reminder. So what does the surah actually talk about? As I said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is... Here, swearing by the time. He's saying by the time. And Mufassirin discusses that as uh, time is one of the creations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, swears by, uh, by His creations many places in the Quran. And that is according to the need of whatever the, the hukum is about. So here, the time, whether it's the past, the whole history of the past, how people uh, looked, uh, they, they were at loss, or they can be in the future be at loss. Because the following ayah says that indeed, indeed, the man is in loss, in the state of loss. Here, insan, even though it's a singular term used, insan, but uh, the way it is used, it is referring to as, uh, as ismul jins. So it's, uh, it's more referred to the whole mankind, not just one person. 
Because the following ayah also says, Because not only did the man is at loss, but except the one who would have the iman, who do the righteous deed, who uh, who advise others about the truth and also advise each other about the perseverance or steadfastness. So there are, the number one thing to understand here is, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is reminding us that mankind is at loss. So this is the statement as a general statement. But except there are people who carry these four qualities, or it's not one out of the four, or two out of the four, or three out of four, it's all four. Because they are connected by the wawa atifa. The one is referred as for the conjunction. It's an end. So they all needs, it needs to be there. So the number one thing mentioned is iman. The one who have the iman. And when we talk about the iman, iman is not verbal iman we are talking about here. Rather, it is the iman that is stronghold in, in the heart with the conviction. It's not just submission in the sense of just verbally you are saying that, but it is not ingrained in you. The one that does not generate the action. Because in general we will find in the Qur'an, iman and, and the amal salih, salihat, they are always have come together like that. So the second thing that is needed for a person, so iman when we say, iman billah, iman, uh, the, in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, iman in the messengers, iman in the day of judgment, iman in the malaika, iman in the, iman in the other prophets and the book that were revealed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala besides Quran, and uh, that the khayr wa is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All these things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned, iman in them in, with conviction, and then the the, the, the righteous deeds have to be done by them as well. It's not just Iman. If an Iman is not producing an action, there is a problem with the Iman. As one of the Mufassir discusses that like this. He says that it is like a seed that you put under the ground. And the seed is the Iman. And the tree that comes out is the actions. And if you put the seed in, under the ground and it's not producing the tree, there is something wrong there. And you cannot have the tree without having the seed. So both things have to be there. So besides, this is why I say that without the iman, actions are useless. Okay? And action, without the iman, actions are useless, even though you are doing something good, they will not be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Iman without the action is of no way either. So the, both the things have to be there. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about that, what is the third quality Allah is mentioning? Advising each other of the haq. Haq is the opposite of batil. And the haq is Islam here. Haq is only given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the good deeds that we have to remind each other, that include Everything, it cannot be taken as the good deeds are limited to my spirituality only. It cannot be looked at as the five pillars of Islam. Because it's, 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 it's senseless to think about having pillars with no walls, no roof, no, no doors, no windows. 
We don't like to have a house with the pillars only. So, so the house has to have the rest of the things as well. Yes, pillars play the most important role to build the house. So the pillars have to be there. So the pillars that Allah, the Sallallahu has mentioned in, in, the, in, in the hadith, those five pillars are important, but doesn't they're not everything. We need the whole Islam to build the whole building or house, whatever you want to call it. And that can include not only my relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when it comes to ibadah, it's not only my relationship to myself also, that I become good of my own and forget about everybody else. Because Islam talks about, besides these two relationships, also talks about relationships with the other people as well. That can be the family members, that could be the neighbors, that could be the city we live in, or the country we live in, or the whole world at large. So as a Muslim, we cannot think that I can be a good Muslim and I bypass the, all the pains that are happening to the Ummah or the mankind even. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put this burden on our shoulders that we are the caretakers of the world. Remember, we talked about when we talked about the creation of Adam والسلام, Allah created Adam as his Khalifa on the earth. Khalifa means he is the successor in the sense of he is the one who will be implementing his commands. So this is a job Allah has placed on our shoulders as Muslims. So we have to think of that way that this is our job now. So when we talk about the haqq, our job is to take, to take this haqq and give it to the other. So when we hear about the Masjid al-Aqsa, what's happening today, or past few days, we cannot be the ones who say that, Alhamdulillah, I am happy and I'm good. Whether I'm here or any other country, I'm not in Palestine. I have nothing to do with Aqsa. We as a Muslim cannot say this way. This is an obligation that we have to raise our voices for that because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Subhanallahi asra bi'abdihi laylun min al-masjid al-haram ila al-masjid al-aqsa Alladhi barakna hawlahu lidhuriya min ayatina innahu huwa sami'u al-basir Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is praising Allah is saying that glory to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who took his abd Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the part of the night from masjid al-haram to masjid al-aqsa and he showed him the, the and not only Masjid Al-Aqsa, by the way, Allah has blessed the surrounding of Masjid Al-Aqsa as well. Talking about the land of Palestine. And Allah subhanahu wa showed Rasulullah his, his ayat on that night of Isra al-Mi'raj. We know that. So that, that is the first qibla of the Muslimin. So we have to think about that. What is needed for that? To take care of that issue that's happening to the Muslims. Oh, there people are praying like we are praying today here. Can you imagine that the soldiers come inside the masjid and they start bombing them with, the, with whatever they have, with the guns and, and grenades and all those things? Imagine that. There are brothers and sisters. How can we think of them? Oh, whatever happens to them, it happens to them. No. They are our brothers and sisters. Believers are nothing but the brothers. So how come we cannot feel the pain? There is something wrong with us if we don't feel the pain. I, I mean, 
We are sitting here. I can say, well, <laughs> Palestinians is not my issue. Or I can, I'm sitting here, I can say, Kashmir is not my issue. Or India is not my issue. Or Pakistan is not my issue. I'm sitting here. As a Muslim, we cannot think this way, brothers. We have to think beyond that. And that's what it means by Tawasaw Bil Haq. Or this is what it means by that we have to advise each other, remind each other. So if they are throwing grenades, they are still using the whatever kind of bullets on our brothers, our sisters, our children over there, who do not have nothing to defend themselves. If the armies come and take over like that, what do we need to solve the problem? You need the armies also. I'm not talking about any individual go and do stupid things. <clears throat> talking about the Muslim armies have to take care of that. It's an issue that the Muslims which are helpless and they were attacked by an army. So the army 57 plus states that we have who act like they're impotent leaders, they have to rise up and they have to use all those funds that they collect from the ummah and spend on those army, use those army and take care of the ummah. We should not look at Islam just, this is some sort of a place we just come and like a, in a choir or something, somebody chants the Quran or something, the Billah. Quran has a message that moved the people in the past and it moves today and it will move until the day of judgment. But we have to be the one we have to show something that we are the one who are going to move with this message. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the last part, وَتَوَاصُوا بِالْحَقِّ وَتَوَاصُوا بِالصَّبْرِ Yes, we understand. When we stand up, what means by standing up is we stand up for the haq. We stand up for the justice that Islam defines, by the way. It is not signing letters to the congressman or senator and this or that. The one who are never going to do anything. And we are not expecting from them. We are the one who should be taking care of the world. We should not be just looking up to the others always. That they will come and do something. We have to move ourselves as a Muslim ummah. And when we do that, we have to be steadfast. We have to be, have sabr. Sabr means that when we stand up for the haq, hardships can come in our way. What should be our response? Our response should always be, no matter what situation we are in, we will stick with the haq. We will always do the right thing, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us. And this is the message, think of it. Sahaba used to remind each other all the time. Two Sahaba would meet each other, and they would not depart from each other until they recite Surah Al-Asr to each other. In entirety. Or say, Salaamu Alaikum wa rahmatullah to each other. See, kind of a reminder they had. But they understood well what the surah meant. It was not just a mere recitation without comprehension what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is asking from us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the correct understanding of his deen and give us the strength to not only implement this deen in our lives but to the whole world and show the people the mercy of the, the, the message of Islam. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala May, because of this blessed night, probably the last night of the Ramadan, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala relieve the pain of all the Muslims across the world. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our suyam, accept our qiyam, accept our sadaqat, accept all the ibadah that we have done. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive all our previous sins 
because of this blessed month of Ramadan. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com. 